Thursday. Good to see everybody. Thursday night is here. Hope you are doing good. We're going to be cutting our YouTube link in just a second. So go over to blackrobetv.com, tomlipley.com, Rumble, all in that order. Rumble and then Facebook. We're still live on Facebook as of right now. All right, let's get into this. You just heard the, the real president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, just said a minute ago, we've gone through a lot. Well, one of the problems in our country is our judiciary system where we are at with our criminal justice system right now. Let's get right into Kyle Rittenhouse. Let's look into that case deeply again tonight, just not as deep as last night. The case really is over. If the judge, really what the judge needs to do is what's called directed verdicts. He just needs to go ahead and say this case is over, drop the case. It never should have been filed to begin with. When you look at it, and again, going back to the premise that I've been on for a week and a half is you have absolute fact responded to with absolute nonsense or absolute stupidity or absolute denial. Absolute facts are presented to you. Here is videotaped evidence that shows that Kyle Rittenhouse with with Gage Grosskrantz and with the other uh, victim, Huber, it's on videotape, shows that it was self-defense. Those cases are gone. Then what you go to is with Rosenbaum, you have two eyewitnesses, both of them liberal medias of the members of the media, both say that Kyle Rittenhouse was acting in self-defense. So that ca- that that case is now gone. But instead, what you have is a rogue district attorney saying, you know, for political reasons, because he's afraid that if he doesn't press charges, he'll have to answer to Antifa. He'll have to answer to Black Lives Matter. He'll have to answer to the Democrat Party. He'll have to answer to like the Minnesota Freedom Fund, which was funded by Kamala Harris to get out all the rioters, looters and arsonists out of jail. So he's afraid that he'll have to answer for that or he's a leftist himself. So they file charges. Absolute fact. This is clear. This is as clear cut a self-defense case. You can be just like Garrett Roth in Atlanta who got who shot the guy for trying to taser him in the face. Very clear cut. Self-defense. It's on video. There's nothing else to do but not press criminal charges. That's, you don't worry. I was a cop for 25 years. You don't worry about what somebody's going to think when it comes to whether or not you're going to press criminal charges. You look at it and you say, do I have probable cause? That's all that you do. And then what happens is after a cop fills out a probable cause affidavit, it goes to the state attorney's office. Then the state attorney says, you know what? Do I have proof beyond a reasonable doubt? If he doesn't have it, then he doesn't press the charges. That's how it goes. And obviously that's not what's happening now. We've seen it with collusion. We've seen it with impeachment one, impeachment two. We've seen it with General Flynn, who is completely and totally innocent of all charges, was even exonerated on the FBI's own 302s, which are their witness statements that FBI agents fill out right after doing an interview with a suspect. Right after they interviewed General Flynn, their 302 said he is not lying to the FBI. And what they do? Charge him with lying to the FBI. That's where we are at right now. We need to know that none of this can ever be forgotten. It cannot be forgotten right now. We have things from Robert Durham coming up where there's the collusion cases coming, you know, back up and people are being criminally charged. Uh, Igor Dynchenko, I believe is how you pronounce his name, just got charged. One of the co-conspirators in the Christopher Steele dossier. Remember how that went? You had Hillary Clinton hire the law firm and they hired fusion GPS. And then they hired Christopher Steele filled out who actually filled out or actually made happen the Steele dossier. 
which was all just a bunch of what they call source open source materials, which he pulled off the internet. That's all that it was. So you had Clinton hiring Perkins Cooey, hired Fusion GPS, hired Christopher Steele, who went on the internet and made up a bunch of allegations against Trump. At which time you had a four, a two and a half year investigation by Robert Mueller employing 40 FBI agents and $40 million and numerous other investigators all for absolutely nothing. And it's not just nothing either. We had Peter Strzok commit crimes. You had um, Comey commit crimes. Andrew McCabe commit crimes. They, they swore under oath to the FISA court material that they knew was absolutely false. And see, none of this can be forgotten. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because you cannot let collusion go. You cannot let Hillary Clinton's 30,000 deleted emails go. You have to prosecute these people or they will do it over and over again. And it's not that they'll just do it over and over again to themselves or for themselves. Once you're, once you are operating in lawlessness, the lawlessness will then spread to other people, namely to the right, the right side of politics, where you have Roger Stone waking up in the middle of the night with the FBI and CNN only on his front porch for other sort of absolutely nefarious charges that made absolutely no sense. So this is why you cannot let it, it can't be like, well, you know, you know what collusion's old news. It can't be that way. It's just like I said with Brett Kavanaugh and Christy Blasey Ford, him allowing her to roam freely right now. Now she didn't commit unless she perjured herself, which by the way, she did. So there's criminal, there's criminality there too. But at minimum, she should be in civil court. She, she got $600,000 in a GoFundMe for going up on Capitol Hill and lying for days under oath. So what should have happened is Brett Kavanaugh should not allow this woman to get away with that. All of this stuff needs to be Nicholas Sandman, all of it. And the same thing with Kyle Rittenhouse. These people have to be held to account. President, well, Joe Biden put out that, that Kyle Rittenhouse was a white supremacist. He needs to be sued for that. He never took it down. There's absolutely no proof of that. He needs to be sued for libel and for slander. That is the way that it is. And this is what has to happen. We need to stop with all the protesting. Listen, I'm not against protesting. You know what you want to do it. I've done it. I've been on street corners for hours and hours and hours. You want to do it. You want to do it. But here's what we need to prioritize is, is accumulating vast, vast swaths of cash. And we need to be taking these people to court. We need to be filling out affidavits. These people need to answer for what they've done. It doesn't matter whether it was five years ago, because if you let it go, they're going to do it again and they're going to get more and more bold in what they do. All right, let's jump into uh, Rittenhouse. This is a Prager U video. This is about uh, LeBron James responding to Kyle Rittenhouse being emotional on the stand. Play it for me. So LeBron James is totally fine coming and mocking Kyle Rittenhouse for crying during his trial, a kid who is somewhat powerless right now, who's having PTSD after the traumatic things that happened, but he won't recognize any of the two million Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps in China in the country where his shoes are made. Maybe if Kyle Rittenhouse was flopping on the court crying about cramps, he would have a little bit more sympathy for him. LeBron James, how are you absolutely wrong about everything? I know this is preaching to the choir, but LeBron James being considered a cultural icon is absolute blasphemy to cultural icons. But LeBron, LeBron James is wrong about every last thing he does. And not just that, wrong about every last stand that he takes. And here's the thing. It's not just that he's a galactic hypocrite, which he is. 
but in the way that he is a hypocrite. Like it was just outlined by Prager U. He has a problem with Kyle Rittenhouse crying on the stand, allegedly with crocodile tears, but has absolutely no problem with hundreds of thousands of Uyghur Muslims. These are actual human beings, men, women, and children being carted off in the dead of night, zip tied behind their backs, blindfolded in trains, going off to their concentration camps where they are raped, murdered, experiments are done on them, and they are harvesting their organs. He has absolutely no problem with that because the love of money is the root of all evil. Because if he stands up against China, if he stands up against China, it could affect his bottom line. So he says nothing. That is the depth of the moral outrage of LeBron James. Steven Crowder, if you accuse Kyle Rittenhouse of faking tears, of course, he's speaking to LeBron James from being forced to relive the trauma of having to shoot violent armed child rapists and ar- arsonists, but claim PTSD from being called the wrong pronouns. You might be a bleep hole. There you go. That's exactly right. It couldn't be summed up any better. Here's the, here's LeBron James's tweet from earlier in the year. You're next. Tell me that and see now LeBron James needs to be sued for this. He, we, there needs to be a legal defense fund, whether it's just accumulating vast swaths of cash with the Liberty Council or whatever it may be, but he needs to be sued for that threat. You're next. He put that. That is the guy who shot a black woman who was about to stab another black woman, saving her life. And that's what LeBron James said. You're next with a trophy next to his name. All right. That, that's who LeBron James is. Whenever you see the commercials or the uh, cartoon characters or his movies or whatever it is, LeBron James is an absolutely vacuous person when it comes to any form of morality. Jack Posobiec video, Joy Reid memorializing child, child rapist, who they're talking about here is Rosenbaum, the first person that Rittenhouse shot. Play it for me. Let me just remind people of the names of the victims. Joseph Rosenbaum, who was 36 years old. Anthony Huber, who was 26. Gage Grosskreutz, who's only 27 years old, was injured. These are the victims. These are the people um, that people ought to remember are the people who were hurt here, not the person who was crying on the stand today. Paul Butler, thank you very much, my friend. Up next. Ooh, we need critical race theory in this country. (laughs) You hear that part? The last part at the end? We need critical race theory in this country. She got caught off video saying we need critical race theory in this country. That's Joy Reid. Now, who she wants to memorialize there, let's go over them name by name. You got Rosenbaum first, who, by the way, has multiple convictions for sexual battery on 9 to 11-year-olds. That's who, that's the first person that he was released from a mental institution and then out on the streets in Kenosha, Wisconsin, for who knows what reason, obviously for not some sort of political stand, he charges after Rittenhouse, but two eyewitnesses lunges for their gun and gets shot in the head, just like he should have been shot in the head. That's how it goes. You know what? When you charge somebody, you might not want to charge somebody with an AR-15. And just so you know, that's who she wants to memorialize. Huber, the next one who she wants to memorialize, was beating Kyle Rittenhouse in the neck with a skateboard. He got shot and killed. And the next one, Grosskrantz, was the one who got his quote-unquote bicep vaporized because he was charging at Rittenhouse with a loaded 9mm with a round chambered. That's what I, And the gun aiming at Rittenhouse. 
Those are the people that she wants to memorialize. So then once again, here we are. Absolute facts presented. There they were. Gave you all the facts about the suspects. And those are the people. So she says with those facts, she knows the facts. She's seen the videos. But because it violates her political agenda, she responds to absolute fact with absolute nonsense. That's how it's going in our country today. All right, Dan Crenshaw tweet. If this isn't proof that the Democratic Party and this this is that's all you ever need to say, the Democratic Party. I know the Republicans are inept, but the Democratic Party is flat out evil and the, and the Republicans can be cowards too. Democratic Party has largely departed from the American principles of neutrality, applied justice and the right of self-defense. Then I don't know what is. So he's talking about Hakeem Jeffries, congressman, put on the bottom. Lock up. This was written today. Well, yesterday. Lock up Kyle Rittenhouse and throw away the key. So there again, you've seen all the evidence. It's absolute self-defense. And Hakeem Jeffries puts down, lock up Kyle Rittenhouse and throw away the key. Absolute nonsensical, stupid response because it violates his political agenda. That's why if he says the truth, then the truth violates his political agenda. Now, why would you ever want to have a political agenda that relied on lies to begin with? But that's who these people are. All right, go to the next one for me. Oh, yeah, there's there's Hakeem Jeffries uh, Twitter page. Camp Pets his campaign account. Eighth CD in Brooklyn. Of course, he's from New York. All right, let's go to the next one. Here's CBS Mornings. Kyle Rittenhouse, so you know where the media stands. Kyle Rittenhouse testified. Now that notice the date. This is from uh, yes. Is this was this today the eleventh or, or today? Yes, from today earlier today. Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse testified in his murder trial yesterday, breaking down in tears as he told the jury he murdered two men. That's CBS Mornings. Remember now, I'm 50, I'm 53 years old. I remember when CBS, NBC, and ABC were marginally reliable. Mar- I mean, again, marginally reliable in that they would not t- tell absolute bold-faced lies like this. First of all, Kyle Ritten never broke down crying because he murdered two men. Absolutely not. That's not why he cried. At the black at a Black Lives Matter protest last year in self-defense. He did not first of all, you can't murder somebody in self-defense. This is how galactically stupid they are. And once again, CBS News sees the absolute fact. They've seen the videos, they've seen the still photos. You can go to uh Stu under under uh the Blaze TV, go to Stu, and I never can pronounce his last name right, so I'm not gonna try. But if you go to Stu on Blaze TV, he has it in still frame photos. Kyle Rittenhouse is absolutely innocent. CBS News knows it. But because it may cost them viewership, they bold face lie. Absolute facts responded to with absolute stupidity. All right, let's go to the next thing. Ian Miles Chong video. Journalist Drew, this is fascinating video from, of course, the trial. This is uh, journalist Drew Hernandez. Play it for me. And the first thing I did identify was that Rosenbaum was charging Kyle Rittenhouse from behind. And then as he's charging him into the car source parking lot, uh, a firearm goes off. You can see it in the frame at the top of the car. Can I ask you this, stop you for a second? Did you hear that real time? Hear it and saw it in real time. Okay, go ahead. And as uh, the first firearm goes off, Rosenbaum is already charging Kyle from behind. Uh, attempts to throw a bag at him, not sure what's inside of it. And um, Kyle is right at the corner, right there, in the car, car source, and turns around, and Rosenbaum is 
lunging towards him very clearly and Kyle fires. And do you see that with your eye? And the answer to that was he did see it with both eyes. The video kind of got cut off at the end. But the answer to that last question was saw it and heard it. That's how he answered that question. So you have another journalist. This is the second journalist. Eyewitness testimony exonerating Kyle Rittenhouse from the murder of Rosenbaum. That is an app. It's a done deal. It is over. Here's Tucker on it. Play it for me. A rapist called Joseph Rosenbaum was released from a mental hospital and then went directly to join the mob that was burning downtown Kenosha. Once he got to the riot, Rosenbaum saw Kyle Rittenhouse and immediately threatened to kill him. Rosenbaum then chased Rittenhouse and tried to pull the gun from his hands. When he did that, Kyle Rittenhouse shot him. So Joseph Rosenbaum died as he had lived, trying to touch an unwilling minor. There you go. And that's the truth. And that's who the media is calling a victim, a child rapist who is raping nine to 11 year olds multiple times, multiple counts. That's who Rosenbaum was. And of course, I know that has nothing to do individually with this particular crime, but that is the man that was seen by a second journalist, Drew, Drew Hernandez, chasing Kyle Rittenhouse from behind, lunging towards his weapon and he gets shot. Uh, let's play the next one. Columbia Bugle prosecutor, your videos that you have captured. Here's Drew Hernandez again. Play it for me. Um, your videos that you have captured of these incidents that you call riots, they're very uh, slanted against the people who are rioting. You characterize them as Antifa, Black Lives Matter, rioters, correct? Because they are rioting in the footage. Yes, absolutely. See, absolute fact. You characterize, here's the absolute fact. They are rioting. Here's the nonsensical, stupid response. So you categorize the rioters as rioters. That's who these people are. They, they will get to the place, I'll show you video footage in a minute, where they will no longer, Joe Biden will not be able to politically survive calling a thief a thief. I'll show you those videos in just a minute. Right, let's go to the next one. Prosecutor, everybody that you shot, play it for me. Everybody that you shot at that night, you intended to kill, correct? I didn't intend to kill them. I intended to, I intended to stop the people who were attacking me. By killing them? I did what I had to do to stop the person who was attacking me. By killing them? Two of them passed away, but I stopped the threat from attacking me. By using deadly force? I used deadly force. That you knew was going to kill I didn't know if it was going to kill them, but I, I used the I used deadly force to stop the threat that was attacking me. You intentionally used deadly force against Joseph Rosenbaum, correct? Yes. You intentionally used deadly force against the man who came and tried to kick you in the face, yes. correct? You intentionally used deadly force against Anthony Huber, correct? Yes. You intentionally used deadly force against Gage Grosskreutz, correct? Yes. With regard to Joseph Rosenbaum. You fired four shots at him, correct? Yes. You intended to kill him, correct? I didn't intend to kill him. I intended to stop the person who was attacking me and trying to steal my gun. You are allowed to. It's called a use of face force matrix. All law enforcement agencies have it. If, you're, if your body or somebody else's body is under grave physical threat, of death or permanent or severe injury, you are allowed to use deadly force. He was being hit in the neck 
by a skateboard being run down as he fell to the ground. He gets attacked by Huber with a skateboard to his neck. Huber gets shot one time and dies. Is that intentionally trying to kill him? No, you'd go over and finish him off if you were trying to kill him. Same thing with Rosencrantz. It's not Rosencrantz. Uh, how's it go? Grosskrantz. With Grosskrantz, he shot him one time in the bicep and stopped shooting him. And that's the guy who was pointing a loaded 9mm at him. He shot him one time and that's the end of it. It's, it's a bunch of Potomac two-steps. It's word salad and word jumbles that the prosecutor's trying to get it, trying to get done here by saying, you shot at them, you used deadly force, so you're trying to kill them. Most gunshots do not end up in death. Got that? Most gunshots do not end up in death. Most gunshot injuries do not end up in death. So it's absolute word salad is what the uh, prosecutor is trying to use here. It's absolutely nonsensical once again. All right, Warpath video. Binger, that's the name of the prosecutor. And talking about, now I love listening to people who have absolutely no idea about guns or armaments or bullets. Have absolutely no idea at all about anything having to do with guns. And I love to listen to them talk about guns and bullets. Play it for me. Hollow point bullets are designed to hit the animal that they're being shot at. Let's say a deer, for example, and explode inside that body. Correct? No, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> explode on the inside. What it was there? A little charge, a little TNT inside the hollow point that it goes inside of the animal and explodes. That's what's no. They fragment. They don't explode. There's no explosion going on with a hollow point round. These people are so stupid. It's almost, it's so pathetic. But the problem is, is that these stupid people, and just so you know, they are stupid. When you go back in time, I said this on Tuesday, people think Hitler was smart, Stalin was smart. They were not Mussolini. These were not smart people. They were people using fear to control. That should sound very, very familiar with the Scott Morrisons of the world, to Jacinda Jacinda Ardern's of the world, the Justin Trudeau's of the world, the Angela Merkel's, the Joe Biden's. All of them, they are simply using fear to control. These are not smart people. That prosecutor, Binger, is not a smart person. First of all, what he looks like is an art church youth pastor wannabe. That's what he looks like. He's, he's like uh, somewhere around my age, and he's got his hair up in some sort of stupid freaking frohawk. He looks like an absolute imbecile. The reason why he looks like an absolute imbecile is because he is an absolute imbecile. Listen right there. He needs to be at Hyper Grace United whatever church with their stupid all, all accommodating uh, youth group where you're welcome no matter what. And you don't don't try to work, you know, try to uh, you know, turn my worlds on. Isn't everybody welcome in church? Everybody's welcome in church, but you need listen, everybody's welcome. But not everybody should feel comfortable. And this is the guy trying to make everybody feel comfortable in the pews by saying, by spouting absolute lies. This is what they all look like. Just like this. A guy like this trying to right now score some sort of political points so that he can run for office on the left after this trial is over. He looks like a goof. He talks like a goof. He is a goof. All right, let's switch subjects, subjects here. Let's go to vaccinations. This is a Wittgenstein video. Pfizer CEO. Play it for me. But there is this behavioral science issue, which is to say, how do you get the rest of this country to actually take the vaccine the first time? Clearly, the Biden administration, excuse me, the Biden administration has made a 
real effort to try to do that now by mandating it for companies uh, with over 100 employees. Um, that's being appealed, as you know, um, and potentially temporarily stopped. We'll see where this goes. But how do you think you bring along not just the rest of this country, but the rest of the world to feel and trust that they should be taking the vaccine to begin with? Look, I think you do it by being very transparent. Uh, that should be your, your compass. And uh, when we first realized that the immune protection of our vaccines starts waning, that happened when we saw the data in Israel, we went out and we saw it. Now, we waited for a couple of weeks to make sure that we analyze the data because we know that everything that we state, it is clearly taken very seriously. Right. But we saw that this is the trend and we were very certain about it. This is why we spoke about it. So. I think that the confidence to the vaccines would be even more hurt if we wouldn't explain to the world why they see some breakthrough cases, cases of vaccinated people getting the disease. Is it Delta? Is it uh, that uh, something else that is happening? Right. And we examine all these scenarios together with the Ministry of Health of Israel to start, and then ourselves alone right. with controlled studies that we did, these 10,000 people. And the conclusion was Delta is perfectly fine. What is the problem? It is that after six, seven months, you start seeing a reduction. Right. In the My first observation is this man sounds exactly like Klaus Schwab. Isn't it weird how they all sound alike? But the second thing is what he's talking about there is breakthrough cases. Listen, this is not a matter of breakthrough cases. 82 to 85% of all, I repeat, ALL, all COVID deaths in the UK per their own UK.gov website are fully vaccinated people. COVID deaths, 82 to 85% of all COVID deaths in the UK are fully vaccinated. 75% of all their hospitalizations are fully vaccinated people. I ran through a litany of, of 30 countries on, it was either Saturday or last Thursday, I can't remember which, we went over. Basically, every country in the world, their cases have skyrocketed since the vaccinations, and 90% of countries since their mass vaccination program, all the countries that I showed, whether it was France, Canada, uh, Uruguay, Brazil, anybody, almost anybody that you could name, all of their cases have gone up, and almost all of them, 90% of their death counts have gone up since their mass vaccination program. It is not breakthrough cases. Right now, the, uh, you're going to see, start seeing, you're going to start seeing the articles come out. It's already started to break through on Twitter until they start to censor them, but they can never censor at all. It's already starting to happen where our hospitals are being overrun right now, but it's got nothing to do with COVID. It has to do with people who are sick and the normal, normal sort of sicknesses for this time of year and normal sort of just cyclical uh, illnesses and cyclical problems that happen. But they're all coming in way sicker than they used to be. Why is that? It's called antibody dependent enhancement syndrome. That is why. When you take this Pfizer vaccine, of which that CEO was just touting, it turns your immune system from being a fighter into an usher. What happens is, is when you, when you take a vaccine for a virus, and that virus is a mutational shift virus, the measles is not, the mumps is not, and neither one of those have animal hosts. That's why they work. When you have a mutational shift virus, which has an animal host, which means it goes back and forth between animals and human beings. And listen, this, of course, COVID-19 was created in the lab, but the original virus was from bats. So it can go back and forth. 
So you end up with a mutational shift virus when you vaccinated against that. That's why you've never seen in the history of your life. I've been on this earth since 1968. You've never seen in your life a vaccination for the common cold and why they keep having to come out with different vaccinations for the flu because these are mutational shift viruses. The common cold is a coronavirus. So whenever you do that, antibodies get confused. They turn into ushers and they still attach themselves to the mutational shift virus. But because the virus has shifted, it is now different than what the original vaccine was for. So now the antibodies, they, they can see, they, they can tell that this is a something that they need to attack. This is something that's uh, foreign to the system. So they attach to it, but they don't kill it. They usher it and proliferate it throughout the body while they're attached to it. They don't kill it. That is antibody, in very simplistic terms, that is antibody-dependent enhancement syndrome. You will be seeing, they will blame it on COVID, but the truth will come out because God will make sure, because we're going to pray, that the truth always comes out from this show. And I just want to remind everybody, it seems like, uh, Facebook is messing with us tonight, trying to limit our viewerships. Like and share, like and share. If you're on Rumble, like and share, like and share. Switch over to TomLipley.com, BlackRobeTV.com. If you can, do those things. We need, you need to make sure you have a Getter account, a Rumble account, and a Gab account. We need to make sure that you've got a list of all your favorite conservative pundits, Christian pundits. you got their websites because we need to fight the good fight of faith. We need to be fighting these tech tyrants that are endlessly trying to censor us. It looks like they're trying to keep our numbers low tonight. Like and share, like and share, like and share. But you're going to see this. Two billion people allegedly have been injected with an mRNA vaccination that Dr. Robert Malone, the inventor of the mRNA vaccination, said, do not inject it. It's just like Kerry Mullis said, PCR tests don't work. He's the Nobel Prize winning developer, inventor of PCR testing. And he said they don't work. Don't use them for diagnosing viruses. So what does everybody do? Like Anthony Fauci, the NIH and the WHO, they go ahead and use PCR testing, which has driven this false narrative that has killed hundreds of millions of people. Not from COVID, the response to COVID. Since the false response to COVID began in March of 2020, Over 100 million babies have been aborted. About 400 million people have starved to death. Thousands have died of COVID. Maybe low millions have died of COVID. Maybe. I don't believe any of the numbers because it's all been politically propagated. And now hundreds of thousands of people have died and hundreds of thousands more will die because of these vaccines. It works for the globalist, elitist, bourgeois snobs because what they want to do out of the WEH and the Great Reset is to have the earth be their own personal playground. They need to have some of the working class around to serve their own interests, but as few of them as possible is the goal. They're murderers from the beginning, right out of John chapter 8, verses 44 and 45, just like the devil. Everything they do results in death, all the while saying they're trying to save lives. 
while they're trying to save lives in the United States, 100 million babies are aborted. Allegedly, right now, there's 5 million COVID deaths, according to their own false numbers. Let's just use their own number, numbers against them. So let's say they're trying to save 5 million people, but in the midst of it, the UN reported as of May of this year, 300 million people have starved to death as a result of the lockdowns. When you shut down the first world, the third world doesn't eat. So you got up now, it's probably 400 million. So you've got 400 million people have starved to death to try to save five. Those same lifesavers are all in about aborting 60 million babies per year. Since the COVID response began, we're up to 100 million, all to try to save their five million. So right now, and then you've got now we've amassed for minimum, minimum in the United States, 18,000 vaccine deaths, 18,000. The swine flu vaccine was shut down after two deaths. We're just going wild. We're, I mean, you have the absolute, you know, pimps and vaccine whores out there still pimping, still whoring this vaccine after 18,000 Americans have dropped dead exclusively of the vaccination. And that's not even counting Thomas Rents' lawsuit, which is just another 45,000. And many people think it's actually 150,000. So, but we'll just use their numbers that we know right now. Let's say 18 to 50,000 Americans have dropped dead of the vaccine, 18 minimum. In Brazil, it's 32,000 have dropped dead from the vaccination. In the European Union, it's another 32,000. You have Moderna being eliminated all across the globe for anybody under the age of 30, anybody under the age of 18. Why? Because of myocarditis and pericarditis. So you have hundreds of thousands of people. It works for the globalists. The bourgeois snob elites, the Klaus Schwabs, the John Kerry's, the Leonardo DiCaprio's all going to the WF, WEF summit in Davos, the Prince Charles's of the world, the Deutsche Banks, the Justin Trudeau's, the Jacinda Ardern's, all of those globalists, uh, you know, Xi Jinping, the CCP, the People's Liberation Army is the army of the WEF, the World Economic Forum. But they are murderers from the beginning. You belong to your father, the devil. And you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning. Everything these people touch while saving, while saying that they're trying to save lives results in millions of deaths. That is the plan. Suicide rate up through the roof. Good. That's what they want. Abortions never closed an abortion clinic, but closed every church while American COVID caving pastors grabbed their ankles. The the abortion clinics were wide open. So you keep up. So you got a you know, million or more suicides than normal. hundred million abortions because abortion clinics never closed. 400 million people starving deaths. All adds up a half a billion people dead while they're allegedly trying to save 5 million. Tell me how that makes sense. Tell me how that makes sense. So here's Gene Simmons. Another galactic moron. Gene Simmons rips anti-vaxxers. If you're willing to walk among us unvaccinated, you are the enemy. Leave the pick up. Let's examine his science, shall we? So let's use the, a vaccinated person. Can a vaccinated person catch COVID-19 from another vaccinated person? Answer, yes. And at the same rate as if it, as if it was coming from an unvaccinated person. Can a vaccinated person 
catch COVID-19 from an unvaccinated person? The answer is yes. Let's use an unvaccinated person. Can an unvaccinated person catch COVID-19 from a vaccinated person? Yes. Can an unvaccinated person catch COVID-19 from an unvaccinated person? The answer is yes. So how does anything that Gene Simmons just say make say make any sense whatsoever? And the sad thing about it is he is parroting what Justin Trudeau is saying, Joe Biden is saying, Klaus Schwab is saying, uh, Scott Morrison is saying, Emmanuel Macron is saying, uh, Angela Merkel is saying, Boris Johnson is saying, all the globalist Elias Boris Johnson sitting on UK.gov stats that say that 85% of COVID deaths in the last 60 days were fully vaccinated people. They still espouse this. Absolute facts responded to with absolute lunacy. Let's go to the next one. Daily Caller video, Geraldo Rivera speaking about absolute stupidity. Play it for me. He's made up their mind. I don't think you're going to convince many people on that issue. Um, you see now military, nurses, cops, firemen, first responders, they're willing to leave their jobs, abandon their salary, benefits, and pensions because of what they believe in. The question to me is, why, if we're going to follow science and we want to be safe, why is there no attempt at all to accommodate especially nurses that were diving on COVID grenades every day, those people that might have natural immunity, a rare medical condition, or a different point of view, why can't we accommodate them and keep the workplace safe and give the option of being tested? Why don't we, why do we, are we giving up all medical privacy, freedom, and doctor-patient confidentiality in this country, Geraldo? That's a high price. You know, Sean, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Shailene Woolley, uh, one of my favorite couples. He's a terrific football player. He's a great personality, MVP. Uh, but he may have cost his team the Super Bowl last Sunday against Kansas City Chiefs. They lost, uh, the Green Bay Packers lost 13-7 to because he could not play because he was positive and had lied to his teammates, lied to the city of Green Bay, lied to uh, the people of this country about his, 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 uh, his, his status. And, and Sean, I think that just because he's popular, just because, and I don't want to join but, any but, mobs. But, but, I'm not in any mob. You're not answering I'm my not question. I'm not in any mob. This, this guy is a, did this not tell the enough. truth to people are that you, he loved. Are we now giving up? Oh, let me finish, Sean. But wait a minute. Are we giving up all medical privacy, he all doctor-patient confidentiality, teammate. and all freedom, whether you agree or disagree? If, if I, I think that you cannot have a right of privacy that I'm in your room with my grandchildren who are not vaccinated because they're too young and you lied about your vaccine status and you sneeze on my grandchildren, you know, that that is that could be a crime. That is absolutely so selfish and self-involved. And and it, you know, so there you go. Now, let's let's break this down. Let's use Geraldo's science talking about sneezing. He said that sneezing on his grandchildren could be a crime. Now, of course, Gerardo grabbed his ankles as quick as he could be, even though allegedly he's the rebel, right? But he grabbed his ankles as quickly as the man could tell him that to grab it. That's a perfect picture. Leave it just as you have it. Perfect. Perfect facial expression for Geraldo. Being spoon-fed by Anthony Fauci. I'll leave it at that. So anyway, here we go. So Geraldo, what's the difference between Geraldo sneezing on his grandkids and Aaron Rodgers sneezing on his grandkids? There are several reports that say that in the nasal pharynx, 
an unvaccinated person and a vaccinated person carry the identical amount of the virus. In the bloodstream, the vaccinated person carries up to 200 times the viral load. So what is the difference between Geraldo sneezing on his grandkids, committing murder as a vaccinated person, and Aaron Rodgers sneezing on his grandchildren and committing murder because he's unvaccinated? They both can transmit the virus. There are, there's just about everybody right now testing positive for COVID. If you look at all these countries that are 70 to 90% vaccinated are fully vaccinated people. So Geraldo will eventually test positive for COVID again. So if he's, if his grandkids turn up positive for COVID, I don't wish them any will. It will all be, may they be completely healthy in Jesus name, but he will have to be charged with attempted murder. There is no difference between a vaccinated and an unvaccinated person transmitting the virus. None. Their entire narrative is null and void. Absolute fact. Transmission is universal between the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. Responded to with absolute nonsense and stupidity by people like Geraldo Rivera, who thinks there's a difference between him vaccin- him sneezing on his kids, as a, his grandkids, as a vaccinated person, and Aaron Rodgers sneezing on his kids as an unvaccinated person, there is no difference. That is the facts. That's the truth. That's the truth. But it's responded to with absolute nonsense. And Aaron Rodgers didn't lie. He chose to not tell people whether he was vaccinated. Remember HIPAA? Remember that, liberals? Remember that? And by the way, it will come for you eventually. It will come to a place where you have licensed all these people to mandate to you because you think that you're licensing liberals. See, liberals think that because they are licensing other liberals to mandate to them that those liberals will stay in their lane. Klaus Schwab is not a liberal. He is a monarch. He is a globalist, bourgeois, elitist. These people are not liberals. You feel real comfortable, don't you, Democrat? And I know I'm preaching to the choir right now, but there's a few Democrats watching. You feel comfortable because it's the Democrats that are dictating to you these mandates. These are not Democrats. They are globalist Nazis, national socialists. They are monarchs. They're only using liberalism to grease the skids for their globalism that will run you over no different than it runs over anybody else. Eventually the mandates will come to you and you will have to bow in a way that you do not want to bow. Where do I get that from? The Bible. It's in Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18, that he causes all the second beast. He causes all both small and great rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. This should sound eerily familiar to you, considering that the entire European Union with a few holdouts cannot buy, sell, trade, or travel without the mark of the beast. Oh, I'm sorry. The vaccine passport. Canada can't either. Australia can't either. New York City can't either. Israel can't either. And many other countries, Nigeria can't either. Can't even, you can't even bank in Nigeria without your QR code on your phone that says you're vaccinated. But I, I want to just ask, let me, while I'm on that, let me just give my usual rhetoric. How's that sitting with you, all of you COVID caving pastors? 
Do you ever read your Bible at all? How does it sit with you now? Remember back in the day, back in March of 2020, during the 15 days to flatten the curve, we're now on month 20. Fantastic job, COVID cavers. Fantastic job, idiots that I saw on Facebook with your gloves on and your masks on, calling yourself evangelical Christians. You ever try standing on the Bible and not conforming to the pattern of this world? You ever try it even once for a day? And I'm just wondering now, all of you pastors that have just simply reopened your churches and you've never acknowledged that you were wrong. You hate Biden now. You're standing against vax mandates and you're standing against uh, mask mandates and everything else. Crying about Joe Biden every day. Do you ever look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what, as a COVID caving pastor, I am at fault for it all? Because judgment begins at the house of God first and that we are a shining city on a hill. Everybody's looking at us. And if you would have stood and you wouldn't have locked down your church, if you wouldn't have made everybody wear masks, if you didn't social distance everybody and have your little COVID clump services and your little clean team come out in between services and spray off all your seats so so that people aren't spreading uh, COVID from anus to anus. You think about how stupid you were Have you ever publicly repented as a Christian leader? Please like and share this to your COVID caving pastor. And if you're watching this and you're still going to a COVID caving church, and by the way, I don't care if they're completely reopened and they have no mitigations whatsoever. If your pastor ever locked down for more than a day, if you ever locked down for a minute, he needed to come out to the entire church and say these very simple words. I was wrong. And if it hasn't happened in his heart, he's still a COVID caver and he'll go for the, he'll cave for the next thing. Ask your pastor. Did you take PPP money? Ask him because if he did, eventually what you're going to have is transgender bathrooms in your church because the globalists are going to come to you. The globalists representing the United States by the NIH, by the CDC, by the Labor Department, by Joe Biden, by Kamala Harris and the Democratic Party, and many in the Republican Party will come to you and say, you know what, you owe us millions of dollars, but that's no problem. You're going to go bankrupt if you don't pay us back. But we know we're going to go ahead and say you don't have to pay it back. We'll just lump it into the $30 trillion that we're already in debt. But for now on, you're going to be our little do boy. Ask your pastor, did you take PPP money? And if you did, pastor, what are you thinking? If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Are you saying that it was wicked that I put a mask on? Is it a lie? 0.06 to 0.14 microns is the size of a COVID particle. An N95 mask can't even block a particle three times that size. And you've been strapping on cloth masks in your church services, in your surgical masks, in your church services. You strap lies on your face. And understand that's who you are is a liar. Lockdowns do nothing, nothing but propagate the virus, do nothing but spread the virus. 76% of all COVID cases are caught in one's own home. And that's where they send them. And that's where the church sent their own people. And have you repented, pastor? If you haven't, listen, if you're just somebody who attends the church, great. God's no respecter of persons. You're not beneath anybody, but all you need to do is privately repent. And I mean, repent. I was wrong and I'm not going to cave again. But if you're a pastor or a ministry leader and you have simply just reopened, that is not good enough. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Here's the deal. That's Matthew 4, 17. It begins with us first. 
For the time has come for judgment to begin at the house of God. If it begins with us first, what will be the end of those who do not obey the gospel of God? That's 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. You need to go ahead and publicly say, I was wrong, or you're going to cave again. You're going to cave again. All right, let's go on to the next thing. Robert W. Malone, now up to 120 studies affirming the superiority, I repeat, the superiority of God's, Yahweh's natural immunity in contrast. Listen, <laughs> there is no wisdom nor understanding, nor counsel against the Lord. Proverbs 21.30 You cannot stand against God. His immunity is superior to anything a man could ever develop. Anything. Now up to 122 studies affirming the superiority of natural immunity in contrast to one highly flawed non-peer-reviewed CDC study. So it is, we have 122 leave this up, 122 studies And which one does the CDC pick? A highly flawed, non-peer-reviewed study. That's what the CDC under Rochelle Walensky chooses. Why? Because it propagates their political agenda. You have absolute facts responded to with absolute nonsense, which is to pick a highly flawed, non-peer-reviewed study. 122 research studies affirm naturally acquired immunity to COVID-19 documented, linked, and quoted, period. It's better. And I listen, one of the things I wanted to say when we were playing the video was Sean Hannity and Geraldo Rivera, and that was Dan Bongino on the side. You know, Dan, I mean, um, Sean Hannity was talking about, what about this consideration? What about that consideration? And he named all of them. He even said people with a different viewpoint, we should all be able to do what we want to do. He's absolutely right. He, he finally has come and said that. But a lot of people are caving and giving ground. Well, you know what? Why don't we just say, and Kevin McCarthy's doing this. The minority leader, he needs to be replaced with Jim Jordan as a majority leader. As the Speaker of the House, needs to be Jim Jordan when we win the House back in 2022 with populist MAGA candidates. But no ground needs to be ceded. What, what the Republicans do, and this is the great flaw of the Republican Party, is the Democrats move the line and Republicans hold the line. I got that from Anomaly. But what happens is, is the Democrats take away, let's say, 30% of your freedom. The Republicans get 12% back and they sit there and they go, you know what? We got your 12% back. We're the party of freedom. What about the 18% that's still gone? And that's what's going on now. Well, you know what? No, we, you know, we, we're against these vax mandates. Why can't they just test and said, no, you don't give totalitarian tyrants an inch. No testing, no vaccinations, no masks, nothing. If you want to be vaxxed, if you want to jam an mRNA vaccination into your veins, go right ahead. You're supposedly safe anyway. So why are you worried about what I do? Why are you worried at all? Just go live your life. You could be on a plane with the great unwashed like me and you've taken your vaccine so you're safe. No, we want to only be around other vaccinated people. Why? Vaccination people carry the same amount of COVID as I do. More in their bloodstream. If I sneeze on you or a vaccinated person sneezes on you, same COVID-19. Do you see? That's the logic. That's the absolute fact responded to with vaccinations are the path out of the pandemic. Makes absolutely no sense. Speaking of nonsense, here's the Pfizer CEO again. Play it for me. There was some fake news during this period of time about uh, the vaccines, uh, you know, all sorts of conspiracy theories. How, how did you deal with that? And how did you navigate that? And, and where do you feel 
the primary source of this sort of fake news was? How, how damaging was this to us? I'm afraid it was uh, quite uh, quite a lot damaging. And uh, there was, particularly with us, we were targeted by a lot of, uh, uh, let's say, dark uh, organizations that you don't really know the ownership. Uh, you suspect that there are some countries behind. Uh, we were getting a lot of briefings from uh, CIA, from FBI, about uh, attacks that may happen to us, cyber now, first of all, I want to tell you, whenever you see anything from the Atlantic Council, Atlantic Council is a globalist organization, basically the same as the WEF. That's who they are. You'll own nothing and be happy, except for them. At, on the Atlantic Council, they'll be very, very with wealthy, but you'll own nothing and be happy. Pfizer CEO, we've been targeted by a lot of dark organizations. Name them. Name the line. Name. Give me the list. I want to know the list. And he says, and we're getting briefings from the CIA and FBI. Pfizer is. Pfizer is getting briefings. This is not me. It's not right-wing conspiracy theory from the chubby pastor in Inglewood. This is the the Pfizer CEO just said it himself. I am getting briefings from the FBI and CIA about what? About what? You listen right now. If you put anything out against Pfizer, you can't even get it peer-reviewed and published. And these and he's worried about dark organizations. The absolute truth is coming out. Let's, let's just pray right now. Lord, reveal the truth specifically about the Pfizer vaccine and the harm that it is doing to people. Expose the lies. Expose the heresy. Expose the dishonesty. Lord, expose these people. Expose the CEO of Pfizer as the liar that he is. Holy Spirit, we ask you to do all of this in Jesus' name. See, we're going to go to war here. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And the strongholds are the the Pfizer CEO being briefed by the CIA and the FBI. For what reason? To propagate the globalist Democratic Party agenda. And the Democratic Party is simply a finger puppet for Klaus Schwab, the Great Reset, and the WEF. Kyle Becker tweet, I believe, when was, I don't even see what the date was, this is several days ago. So we're up to like 14 days. Jen Psaki also hasn't been seen in public for 11 days since revealing she got COVID despite being fully vaccinated. Leave that up. So let's look at Jen Psaki for a moment. I believe we're at 14 days she disappeared. Gavin Newsom disappeared for 11 days after his booster shot. Had a funky little angled interview in kind of a darkened room when he came finally came out. I don't think he's been out since. He gave that interview and that's it. He's, I mean, it's, he's, he's absolute radio silence on Twitter. Jen Psaki hasn't been seen at all. And I don't wish, I want everybody to know. I want Gavin Newsom to be completely healthy. I don't, listen, I want Jen Psaki. I can't stand these people. I can't stand what they stand for, but I love them in Jesus' name. I want them saved in Jesus' name and I don't want their health to go down. But let's look at the political, their political narrative. Jen Psaki, who is never, ever, 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 ever around a non-vaccinated person, ever, has COVID and is obviously severe. She's disappeared. She's completely radio silent now for two weeks, minimum, minimum, disappeared. Gavin Newsom gets his booster shot, disappears for 11 days. And he says, and he comes out yesterday, which was November 10th, 
or the ninth, one of those two days, came out after disappearing for 11 days and says that the reason why he disappeared for 11 days and the reason why he canceled going to the COP26 summit was for Halloween. So he had to cancel everything for 11 days for October 31st and he comes out and speaks on November 10th. These people are bold-faced liars. They give absolutely nonsensical statements. You cancel your entire calendar for one day of trick-or-treating? It's not even a day. It's basically 6 o'clock at night. He has young children till 9 o'clock at night, a three-hour period of time, and he's persona non grata for 11 days? And where is the mouthpiece for Joe Biden who's never, ever away, never anywhere near an unvaccinated person? You know why? Because the vaccinated spread the virus just as bad or worse than the unvaccinated. And that's who she's around. And she caught COVID. And yet she will still say, I wonder if she's on monoclonal therapies. I wonder if she's on ivermectin. Who knows? But she will come right back out and say she will hold to the line because she is a violator of John chapter 8 verse 45 yet because I tell you the truth you do not believe me when you say the truth to her it causes her not to believe isn't that a weird response to truth but that's exactly what Jesus said yet because I tell you the truth you do not believe me the truth causes them to not believe think about how weird that is the truth causes people not to believe That is why you have Matthew chapter 7, 13 and 14. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few there be that find it. Beware of of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. But inwardly they are ravening wolves. Ye shall know them by their fruits. I threw on 15 and 16 just to be nice. Enter ye in at the straight gate. Why why is it that very few find it? Because straight is the gate and narrow is the way. And few there be that find it because of John chapter 8 verse 45. Because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. You tell Jen Psaki the truth. The vaccinated just gave you the virus. And now she will come out and propagate the narrative that vaccines keep you safe and and keep COVID out of the room. If you are saying, if you are, if you are putting out from the, via their pseudo non-executive order, executive order done through the Labor Department enforced by OSHA, that that all employers with more than 100 employees have to have their employees vaccinated or terminate their employees, then you are saying that you are keeping people safe by vaccinating them. So you have to vaccinate. You have to for for 100. Let's just use 100 people to enter into a room. To keep them safe, everybody in the room has to be vaccinated. That's the room that she's been in, and she has COVID. But yet she will come out and say that we have to keep the unvaccinated out of the room, even though she herself was infected by, uh, by, by vaccinated people. Do you see the absolute nonsense? For the vaccinated, they can be infected by the unvaxxed and the vaxxed. For the unvaccinated, they can be infected by the vaxxed and the unvaxxed. That is universal at all the same levels. Look at all the statistics. Every single country that's 70% or more vaccinated right now, their cases are going through the roof. And their death rate is going through the roof. But yet Jensaki will come out and say that getting vaccinated stops the spread of the virus. 
Absolute fact responded to with absolute nonsense. Nah, baby, nah, tweet. 37% of truckers say they will retire. That'll be great for our supply chain problems. Quit or find another job if they are required to get the vaccine. Biden's vaccine mandates will destroy our economy. GOP representative Thomas Massey warns. There you go. That's just the way that it is. Let's go to the next one. Breaking 9-11 tweet. Breaking Illinois governor signs law that will no longer... That will no longer protect healthcare workers who refuse to give vaccines based on personal beliefs. So I love the response to this. I want to give due due credit. This is woke zombie response. I don't have the tweet, but I've got his picture. This guy, now this is the governor of Illinois. This guy is dictating your health in Illinois. That guy right there who has now eliminated personal protections of healthcare workers, he says they can't have it if they're not mandating vaccinations. This is the guy implementing healthcare decisions that he's made unilaterally in the state of Illinois. What is wrong with you people in Illinois that elect these clowns day after day, year after year? What is wrong with you people in Illinois? And yes, I state that boldly. I know there's Republicans there, but come on. All right, CNBC tweet. White House tells businesses to proceed with vaccine mandate despite court order pause. So you have a federal court injunction. Biden is not allowed to implement, because how what he's done, he's not really even done a, a, an executive order. He's ordered his labor department using OSHA as his vaccine mandate police. And they don't have nearly enough people to even go and investigate everybody. So just ignore them because they're never coming. But he has a federal court in the state of Louisiana has said, this is unconstitutional. You cannot do it. So right now there's an injunction. But just like he did with the Supreme Court, because lawlessness in these end times, lawlessness will abound. It doesn't mean that we can't turn this whole situation around. And I know and I believe that we are doing it right now. However, lawlessness is abounding right now because everybody caved to COVID and allowed a fraudulent election to elect this clown. So what we have is a man of lawlessness. He's been lawless his whole life. He's been looting and pillaging through himself, through his, through his family, through his sister, through his brothers, through his son, looting and pillaging countries for years, taking millions and millions of dollars in bribes from these other countries. And yes, they are bribes. It's really what it is. He's been doing it for years. He's a man of lawlessness. So just like he did with the eviction moratorium, which the Supreme Court said was unconstitutional, where he said, you know what? Nobody has to pay rent, causing thousands of landlords to lose their property to BlackRock. BlackRock deeply linked to who? Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. Just like Joe Biden is deeply linked to Xi Jinping, received $1.5 billion from a CCP-controlled bank via Hunter Biden to get Hunter Biden's consultancy fees. $1.5 billion, Hunter and Joe flew over, Air Force Two, $1.5 billion, Xi Jinping, where, where, are the WE, where are the WEF offices? Davos, Switzerland, Beijing, China, New York, New York. Boom, that's it. So he's bought and paid for. He's a man of lawlessness. So now he's telling businesses, just go ahead and obey me, even though there's an injunction against obeying me. He's a man of lawlessness, just like he did with eviction moratoriums. He's ignoring the law. Just so you know, again, I go back to the Democrats. 
you may be thinking, well, that's fine because it's all our political agenda. Well, eventually you will have a Republican in office. And what happens when he does the same thing? Or what happens when eventually your own leader tramples on your own rights where suddenly maybe, maybe you're a landlord. There are Democratic Party landlords out there. Maybe you're a landlord and you get an eviction moratorium from your Democratic Party president who says, you know what, people don't have to pay you rent anymore. Or whatever your business is, a shop owner, and they're saying, you know what, the uh, theft is no longer a crime. It will come for you eventually. All right, breaking, I mean, Jewish deplorable tweet, breaking, Seattle cancels public school due to staff shortages. Why is that? Uh, It's the same reason why every day there's a thousand flights canceled, whether it's Southwest or anybody else. Why? Because people are leaving due to the vax mandates, but yet you'll hear Jen Psaki when she comes back or her substitute or Joe Biden himself saying the vax mandates are working. They had to close. When was the last time you ever heard without, with the exception of snow or some sort of inclement weather? When was the last time you heard, you know what, let's just cancel school today for absolutely no discernible reason except staff shortages. Same city. That's Jenny Durkin right there, the mayor. That's Jay Inslee, the governor. The two galactic COVID caving idiots. Actually, they're not COVID caving. They're COVID propagandists. They're, co- they're people that are using their power perverts. They love to be in control of people's life. You're, you know what? You're essential. You're non-essential. You will wear a mask. You will not wear a mask. They love it. That's who these people are. Jenny Durkin is destroying her city right now. They have less than 1,000 cops patrolling the streets for the first time in history. And now they have to close, they have to close schools because of their vaccine mandates. 78 Washington state troopers of many, many hundreds of years of experience walked off the job because of Janet J. Inslee's vaccine mandates. Don't worry, Jay, they'll get jobs elsewhere and good luck hiring cops. Hiring cops, by the way, is not an easy thing. I worked for the Sarasota County Sheriff's Office as a deputy for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. And here's the thing. We were struggling greatly to hire cops. Why? Because nobody can pass backgrounds. Now, once that one hap- what happens when nobody can pass backgrounds? Well, eventually, you have to change the, the background system. And you're going to end up hiring people that you shouldn't be hiring. You know what? Watch out, Washington. Watch out. Because they're not going to, they are way down. There's 600 cops down in Seattle right now with under 1,000 cops patrolling the streets of Seattle. Right now, that doesn't mean on duty. That's a thousand total. It's 900. It's in the high 900s. That's total for their streets. Good luck replacing all those cops that have left. Don't worry. We'll take you in Florida. Take you in Oklahoma. We'll take you in Texas and Georgia and Mississippi. Plenty of car cop jobs. Alabama, Arkansas, Louisiana. We got you. You can come work for us. There's no, there's no vaccine mandates here. Iowa, Arizona. Come on. Just take your retirement out of there, take it in a lump sum, come down and meet us in Florida. Let's go to the next one, Peter Sweden. French President Macron announced people aged over 65 will be required to get a third booster shot to continue having a... (laughs) See? Eventually, it comes for you. Leave this up. Eventually, it comes for you. How How many vaccine boosters are you willing to take? Liberal COVID caver. Liberal liberal COVID tyrannist trying to impose all of your vaccine mandates on us, where you have people right now 
infirmed in Australia with strokes and with paralysis that they are still saying have to take their second shot. They were infirmed. They have blood clots, stroke, and they are paralyzed from their first uh, Moderna, AstraZeneca, or Pfizer vax. Infirmed in that way. And now the COVID tyrants are coming up to them and saying, you know what? No excuse. I know right now you have a stroke, but you know what? Line up. You need to get your next vaccine. You need to get your second, your second jab. And you think that would be enough, but no, it's never enough. That's why they throw you right back in masks after they tell you that after you get vaccinated, you won't have to be masked. They throw you right back in because the tyrannous can never give up one ounce of control ever. Ever, because they are power, sadomasochistic perverts. And here, I found this very interesting. This is a response I'm going to play for you. This is Jordan Peterson. You can load that up for me, Will. This is Jordan Peterson. Now, there is an F word in here, so prepare yourself. And I didn't warn Aaron, so it's my fault, not our producers. There's an F bomb in here. But we're not on CTN tonight, so I'm not as tight with it. I don't cuss. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying that we're going to let it fly. But listen to Jordan Peterson's response, and we're going to break it down. Play it for me. You know, Canadians who aren't vaccinated now cannot leave the country. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Why, why is that? And I'm, look, I got vaccinated, and people took me to task for that. And I thought, all right, I'll get the damn vaccine. Here's the deal, guys. I'll get the vaccine. You fucking leave me alone. And did that work? No. So st- stupid me. You know, that's how I feel about it. It's like, well, now I have to get tested for COVID when I come back into Canada. I have to get tested before I leave Canada. Now, you know, that might be the latter issue. That's an issue with the Americans. And, and so that's outside of the Canadian purview. But the restrictions to get back into Canada are even more stringent. It's like, well, why to get the vaccine then if you're not going to leave me alone? They will never leave you alone, Jordan. Love you, man. I do. Love the man. But man, you blew it on the vaccine. Let's look at it just politically. You blew it. Why is it that Jordan Peterson, let's break down some names, Ben Shapiro, Ted Cruz, numerous other big name conservative pundits, maybe Sean Hannity, I don't know, numerous other conservative pundits hate the Democrats when it comes to taxes, socialism, abortion, mass mandates, even hate them now for vaccine mandates, but then you take their vaccine. How is it that you are so morally bothered by these people and then take the vaccine from the very people that you find to be morally vacuous? How is it that with the one thing that matters the most outside of your soul's salvation, your body... You suddenly trust Pfizer, a bankrupt country outside, a bankrupt company outside of COVID-19. How is it that all you liberals who are against the man suddenly put all of your trust in Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, and Johnson & Johnson? Companies that are sued for billions and billions of dollars for malpractice every year of their existence and are responsible for the deaths of many, many people. I find it absolutely flummoxing to my mind how Ben Shapiro can be pro-life and then you have the pro-death 
prenatal Holocaust purveyors tell you to take a vaccine and you take it. How is that possible? I look at all of these people, whether it's like, uh, I can't remember his first name, Nolte, something Nolte, he's a writer for Breitbart on Twitter. And he's pro-vax, but he's anti-Biden. How can you be anti-Biden then take Biden's vax? Well, it was developed by Trump. Trump was wrong and Trump didn't mandate it. I'm not defending him. Trump was absolutely wrong on vaccinations. Absolutely wrong with 90% of his COVID response because he was listening to the garden gnome, Anthony Fauci in his right ear the whole time, along with Deborah Burks, two absolute demons, hypocritical demons. But it absolutely just boggles my brain how you can be against everything that the person and the people that are advocating vaccines stand for, but then you take their vaccine absolutely boggles my mind. But Jordan Peterson, they never stop with the Peter Sweden sweep before Macron says everybody over 65 will be required to get their third. That's coming for you. Let me read those together. So Jordan Peterson says, leave me the F alone. I took my vaccine. No, they won't. French president Macron, who is nicer than Justin Trudeau. There's no, there's not, there's not nearly the totalitarianism in France as there is in Canada. There are people that are actually standing up that actually have cajoneses in in France, unlike Canadians. Everybody's grabbed their ankles there with just the exception of a few. Arthur Pulaski, God bless him being one. But French President Macron announced people over, people aged over 65 will be required to get a third booster shot to continue having a valid vaccine passport. Huh. See, they will never leave you alone. You cannot comply your way out of tyranny. It will never work because these people, these tyrants are perverts. They get off on the control. They will never give an inch. Vax, you know what? We're going to tell you, you take your vaccination. You will no longer have to wear your mask. First of all, who are you to ever tell me to wear a mask? You pervert. Second of all, they will not. Because as soon as you take the vax, they'll make an excuse to hold on to their tyranny and put that mask back on their face because they get off on it. That's why. That's the truth. All right, let's look at Joe Biden. Let's look at, let's look at how things are going in Joe Biden's America, shall we? Katie da- uh, Davis Court video. This, by the way, is not downtown LA. It's not downtown Brooklyn, New York. This is in Connecticut. This is in Connecticut. Criminals loading up their vans. Play it for me. Right, right, right over there. Look at all that. Hey, Tom. You're going to get fired. Better run, bro. Better run. Can't 
No. Now I can flat out tell you what I would have done is my knife would have been out and I would have stabbed all their tires. Period. Good luck stopping me. You better be happy. Listen, I look at all those fat, white, trashy people. Good luck stopping me. You better be better than average. Is every one of your tires have been flat? You ain't walking away. And what is the deal with the laundry detergent? I got Aaron, my producer, looking that up right now. Why are these people taking hundreds of gallons of laundry detergent? I don't really know what it is. Do you make meth with it or something? I have no idea. But that's in Connecticut. That's in Connecticut. And I love this. This is one of my favorite people on Twitter. This is Wind Talker on Twitter. Make sure you follow her. She's got thousands of followers, 10 plus thousands of thousand followers on Twitter. Awesome, awesome conservative anti-vax warrior. Wind Talker, love, love this lady. I love this response to that video. This is a response to that video. Only 44 looting days till Christmas. Joe Biden's America summed up in one, two, three, four, five, six words by Wind Talker. Joe Biden's America, only 44 days left until 44 looting days left until Christmas. There you go. Great tweet, Wind Talker. Katie Davin Davisport video again. Now here's Seattle in Joe Biden's America. Play it for me. One, two, three, so like a hundred bucks. You're just gonna walk out the door. We can't do anything about it, which is ludicrous. But he's gonna try to walk out the door. Yeah. For some reason, this company doesn't care. And this guy doesn't care. He doesn't even have the dignity to hit other stores. He just comes back, hits us. Look at this guy. Look at him, just walking out. Walking out. Yeah, there he goes. There he goes. And it's just funny how it all works out for the left, isn't it? It's, all, it's really funny because here's what's going to happen. Is you will not be able to, if you are a leftist, and they'll attack you for being a racist, if you say it. But as a leftist, I mean, I'm talking about this week. I'm talking about this day. You will not be able to call those people thieves. That's how it is. That, that is where we are going. That is where we are at as a country. Now, listen, what you have to have is you have to have parallel societies. And you're like, Tom, Christians, we're all supposed to stay together. That right there is bull freaking crap. Come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Touch no unclean thing. Second Corinthians chapter six, verse 17. We need to have parallel societies. Where in our states, in our cities, in our towns, those people go to prison. We call them thieves because they are thieves. But the left will not be called. You will not see CNN call those people thieves. If they, they probably already aren't. You will at the next Democratic Party convention, they will not be called thieves. They'll be called needy. And it's funny how it all works out, isn't it? That all of these people now committing mass thefts mass robberies mass arsons are all masked they're all masked i'm going to tell you something right now in the state of florida it is illegal to wear a mask but yet everybody's wearing a mask and you can commit crimes and nobody can see who you are funny how it all works out isn't it 
You don't think this is part of a grand scheme? It is part of a grand scheme. It is to turn the United States into a borderless state controlled by a globalist government. That's why Joe Biden thinks of himself as a global governor of a non-sovereign nation. Bought off many years ago by the CCP for $1.5 billion, the CCP being the army of Klaus Schwab's WEF and the Great Reset. Facts, absolute facts. CNN reports on skyrocketing prices under Joe Biden. You know it's bad when CNN's calling you out. Play it for me. They had been saying transitory. I'm very curious to see what they say now going forward. 6.2% uh, percent on an annualized rate, which is the highest level of annualized inflation. Since 1990. So a long time. And if we can right. put that chart we had just back up a moment ago so we can see that so people can see. The 0.9% growth month to month. The reason that's of such high concern is look at the last three months. It was 0.5, 0 0.3, 0 0.4. So not nearly this high. All of a sudden jumps up again. So heading in the wrong direction, this will cause concern, I think, for Fed. So our prices are surging at a 30-year high. Oh, fantastic. And please spare me, COVID-caving pastors, COVID-caving vaccinated conservatives still espousing the virtue of vaccines against all facts. Spare me. Spare me your ire. Spare me how mad you are. Because the reason why Joe Biden is president is first and foremost because the American church at a pace of 99.9% grabbed their ankles as quick as they could, locked down their churches, quarantined themselves, social distanced themselves, masked themselves, COVID clumped themselves, alcohol gelled themselves, and that's what it created a fraudulent election that elected the clown in chief. Aaron found this for me. I love my staff, Will, Aaron, and Norma. Thank you guys. You're the best. Appreciate all of you tonight that are behind the scenes. Love you guys. Here's the thing, Tide detergent. I was wondering why they were loading up hundreds of gallons of laundry detergent. Well, here's the answer. Central New York News. Tide detergent has become hot commodity for thieves, form of currency for drug dealers. That's why Joe Biden's America pull up to a, a, a uh, grocery store in Canada and load up your minivan and your SUV without license plates on them, no cops, no security, and same thing in Seattle, no cops, no security. They're not even committing an arrestable offense. The guy walking out with his Corona mask on, with his Corona beer, no problem whatsoever in Joe Biden's America. See now, liberals, this will come for you. This will come for you. You like Corona beer? Well, your prices are gonna go through the roof if everybody can just steal it without any sort of legal repercussions. And you can put that on any sort of, whether you drink that or not, and anything you eat or drink or use, if people can just steal it without any sort of political repercussions, that those prices are coming for you, Democrat who's foolish enough to watch the Tom Lively podcast. Justin Art tweet, this ought to concern you. Almost half of the U.S. dollars that exist today were printed in the last year out of thin air. Did everybody hear that? Leave this up. Almost half of the U.S. dollars currently in circulation were printed by Joe Biden in nine months. Do you wonder why gas prices are up 30%? Why grocery prices on average are up 20 to 50%? It's called hyperinflation. 
When you flood the market full of cash, that makes each each piece of cash, whether it's a one, a five, a 10, or 20, or a 50, or $100 bill, it makes it worth less than it was before. If you once had, just for simplicity of conversation, a hundred $100 bills, and now you have 500,000 $100 bills, they're worth less than what they were before. That's what's happened now. Joe Biden, I, I mailed you this check and I mailed you that check. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything to mail somebody. Say you give them an extra $100 a week, but their grocery bill is now $127 extra dollars a week. Their net loss is $27. That's the economy of the Democratic Party. Almost half of the U.S. dollars that exist today were printed in the last year out of thin air. There is no gold backing. There's no gold standard. They just print them. Anyone who waves that fact away as non-impactful is a liar, absolute truth, and probably works for the government, another absolute truth. Here's another interesting thing coming out of the Joe Biden administration. Love this. Remington Firearms becomes latest manufacturer to flee anti-gun state to warmer business climate. Where did they leave? They left New York and moved to Georgia. That's what I'm talking about. Parallel society. Michael P. Sanger video. Switching topics again real quick. Going back to COVID. Gates expressed exasperation with the West in contrast to China. He's mad at the West because we didn't handle COVID like China, which many... Australia would argue with that. New Zealand would argue with that. Canada would argue with that. If you're in Florida, praise the Lord. I mean, literally, praise the Lord Jesus for Ron DeSantis because we didn't handle it like China. Gates blamed Western freedom. China, by contrast, he said, did a very good job of suppressing the virus. Play it for me. In their typical, fairly authoritarian way, they did a very good job of suppressing the, the virus. Uh, you know, there may have been a lot of individual rights that were violated there, but the overall macro effect that they achieved uh, is, is, you know, quite a, um, kind of amazing. Uh, they had the benefit that it was really Hubei, you know, 60 million people, and they brought in the health resources, 1.4 billion, and their ability to build hospitals uh, very, very quickly and force compliance with masks and, and various other things. But they've kept the virus numbers to very low levels uh, compared to most countries. Do you think the fact that- So let's look at what he said. Rights violated, no problem for globalist WEF supporter, Bill Gates. Authoritarian control, no problem for Bill Gates, WEF member. Remember, event 201. October 2019, right before COVID was released, probably at the military games in Beijing, China, Wuhan, China, while Bill Gates and the WF funded Event 201, where they war-gamed a, a COVID, a coronavirus outbreak. They weren't war-gaming against the virus. They were war-gaming about how to use the virus to usher in the WEF agenda, where Bill Gates gets to be a bourgeois elitist playboy who he think he believes he's transhumanist. He's a transhumanist. He believes that someday he will transfer himself into a machine and live for forever. But that's not the Bible. Just as man is destined to die once. And after that, to face judgment, Bill Gates, Hebrews chapter nine, verse 27. He, what he thinks is that, you know what? I'm going to be a globalist bourgeois playboy and, and he's a eugenist, wants to lower the Earth's population. How this makes sense, nobody has yet to figure out. 
Absolute nonsensical statement going to lower the Earth's population using vaccinations. How is it that vaccinations, which are supposed to save lives, would end up lowering the population? Absolute nonsense. Again, responded to by you, absolute nonsense in response to factual data. So he has no problem with rights violations, authoritarianism, forced compliance. No problem whatsoever because he, for all of you Democrats that are watching, he's not a Democrat. He's an authoritarian. He's not free to be a bird or be liberal. He's not, a, he's not somebody who just wants to legalize cannabis. He doesn't want the police to leave you alone. He is a Nazi, just like his buddy Soros. These people are national socialists. They are tyrants. They are, they're simply using leftist ideologies to usher in their own personal aggrandizement. That is it. It's the love of money is the root of all evil, not some evil, all evil, all evil. Well, let's look at China. Play that video for me. Next one up. Here's what China's doing right now. You yeah, leave the volume on. We'll talk over it. Just leave the volume on. I think it was louder than I thought. There you go, perfect. Look these little kids. This is live. This is not live right at the moment. This was filmed live. This is China. There you have it. Perfect, guys. Perfect. Everybody see them. Masked up. What do they got hanging around their necks? This is what Bill Gates loves. Bill Gates loves this. The man who gave, who gave tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology to conduct gain-of-function research, who developed the virus via also Anthony Fauci, via the EcoHealth Alliance and Peter Daszak, this is their absolute globalist dream. This is, this is their dream. This is what they think is great. Right here, you living like this, understand they will never live like this. They'll never live like this, but they want you to live like this. All right, let's go to the next thing. Alex Epstein tweet. I told you, it will come for you. Choosing a small family is one of the most powerful eco-actions. So all of you liberals out there, leave this up. All of you liberals out there who want to have more than one kid, nah. Now, the people that are that you, you love that they're mandating to people like me right now, trying to mandate me to take a vax, which, by the way, I never, ever, ever freaking will. However, you love that right now because you've already bent over, grabbed your ankles, and took your own vaccine up your own wazoo. That's fine. Eventually, it comes for you, though. What if you want more than one kid? The very people mandating to me will now mandate to you. Maybe you want an SUV to drive your three kids to the soccer game. Nope. Not anymore. How are you going to like it then? It's coming for you. It's coming for you. The people who are trying to stop it are the people you hate like me. Choosing a small family. Choosing a small family. So Alex, Alex Epstein, he's the good guy. He's just quoting him. Choosing a small family is one of the most powerful eco-actions. Translation from Alex, if you want to be a good, eco-friendly person, you should have no children, regardless of your goals and dreams. And if you kill yourself, that's even better. Their hashtag should be no family. Where does he get that from? This video right here from Population Matters. Play it for me. So Population Matters is here in Glasgow at COP26 and you can see we've got Big Baby who's just been inflated and we're drawing attention to the fact that in a rich developed country like the UK, like Scotland, like England, choosing to have a smaller family is the best thing you can do to take the heat off the planet. And also of course we have choice here. 
whereas hundreds of millions of women across the world don't have that choice, don't have that right. And we want to draw attention to that because if we can meet that unmet choice and right for safe modern family planning, for the number of kids you have, when, whether you have kids, that is also not just brilliant for people and for their well-being, but it's also great for the well-being of the planet. It will save more carbon dioxide than all onshore and offshore wind power combined. It's the number two solution to climate change, and yet we've hardly heard population talked about at COP26, other than from Population Matters. So there you go. You're just a heat source that's a threat to the earth, just like you. all you are is a virus carrier. See, it's all the same. They want everybody dead but themselves or not born. You hear them give their options? Many, many countries, it's not even an option to kill your own kid. You know, it's a good thing. Is this clown show ever? I wonder if this idiot that's talking right there. And by the way, where was he at? At the WEF's Glasgow COP26 climate conference where 400 private jets, John Kerry being one of them, Jeff Bezos being another one, Bill Gates being another one. Bill Gates rented his own diesel-powered yacht off the coast of Turkey during the G20, flew in his private jet over to Glasgow, Scotland for the COP26. They don't live any of this stuff. They just want you masked, separated, marked, and controlled while they are globalist playboys. And this guy right here is simply saying it's almost out of the matrix. All you are is a human heat source that's a threat to his planet. What is he? He farts. He's he's walking around at 98 degrees. But he but he is he's immune from all. You're the problem. That's how these people think. That's why they have no problem butchering 60 million babies a year in the womb. No problem, no thought. He espouses it right there. God will God will judge all of these people. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one may receive what is due him for the things done while in the body, whether good or or bad it is coming it is coming and i saw a great white throne and him that sat on it from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away and there was found no place for them and i saw the dead small and great stand before god and the books were opened and another book was opened which is the book of life and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works and the sea gave up the dead which were in it. And death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to his works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. And for some Christians, you know what? That's Revelation chapter 20, 11 through 15. A lot of Christians, you believe, you know what? Because you got saved 10 years ago and you've fallen away you think that you're okay because you've been told that you're eternally secure then explain revelation chapter 3 verse 5 he who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments and i will not look at now blot out his name from the book of life he who overcomes and ye shall be hated that's revelation chapter 3 verse 5 and ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake but he that endureth unto the end will be saved those of you Christians that have caved to COVID understand what you have allowed to be proliferated around this globe is what is called a COVID or vaccine passport, which is a precursor to the mark of the beast. You must repent. You must repent now. 
because you are greasing the skids not only for yourself but countless others for a devil's hell understand that i'm not saying you're going to hell because you caved to COVID. i'm saying you greased the skids for it you've taken a step towards hell torn listen repent 180 degree turn turn from your COVID caving vaccine caving ways in jesus name i pray for every christian watching this right now COVID caver or not for the COVID cavers I pray over them right now. I love these people. And Lord, I know you love them a trillion times more. And I pray, Lord, that you would draw them back to the strength that's found in the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And and, and, and Lord, in that, that they would stand, draw them back to the word of God. And in the word of God, strengthen them to make their stand. And for all of those that are already standing, strengthen them and know, Lord, strengthen us. In that, in our souls, we know. Now, thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. We are caused to triumph. We receive the triumph, and we will turn this situation around in America. In Jesus' mighty name. Love you all. Back here, 1030, Saturday night, Christian Television Network included. Love you all. See you then. God bless you. Hey, I'm Aaron Yeager, producer of the Tom Lapley Podcast. If you can't get enough of the show, you can always tune in and watch us live on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We also go live every Saturday night at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is also on the Christian Television Network. You can always watch live at TomLightBlee.com, which is our preferred platform, or on Rumble, Facebook, and YouTube. If you miss a live broadcast, you can always go back and watch on Rumble or TomLightBlee.com. It's also available as an audio-only show on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Thank you so much for your continued support and for tuning in. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lively Podcast, please consider investing in the program. Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast, and we will send you this TLP cup. We look forward to you tuning in next week, and thank you for giving.